The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. An argument broke out among the apostles about which of them should be regarded as the greatest. Jesus said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lorded over them, and those in authority over them are addressed as benefactors. But among you it shall not be so. Rather, let the greatest among you be as the youngest, and the leader as the servant. For who is greater, the one seated at table or the one who serves? It is you who have stood by me in my trials, and I confer a kingdom on you, just as my Father has conferred one on me, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and you will sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. The Gospel of the Lord. God's providence is utterly amazing. And when we become students of history, we see God's hand all throughout, which is why whenever you think of the Catholic Church, one of the first words we should think of that comes to mind immediately should be civilization. You cannot tear the two apart. Whenever you study Western civilization, you're studying church history. And again, it's beautiful when you see how the influence of of our great saints, our great church, influences our daily lives here and now, both practicing Catholics and non-Catholics alike. And this great saint today, Saint Gregory the Great, Pope Saint Gregory the Great, influenced our country even now. So I'm going to make an argument. Without Pope Gregory the Great, there would be no United States. So I'm going to try to connect the two. I'll take you on a journey here. So Pope Gregory becomes Pope on September 3rd, 590. The year 590 in Rome. The Roman Empire collapses in the year 476. So so the Western Roman Empire completely collapses. And what ascends in that vacuum? The Catholic Church does. And so Pope Gregory the Great, 590, becomes Pope. He's walking in the marketplace in, in Rome. And at that time, they were still selling slaves. And in the marketplace, he sees these slaves that are being sold. They're they're fair skin, blonde hair, and blue eyes. They don't look like your normal Italians. And so as he's walking through through the marketplace, he turns to his assistant and he says, where are these blonde hair, blue eyed, white skinned people from? He says, oh, they're Anglo-Saxons. They're from what's now Great Britain, England. And it says, oh, England. Because the Roman Empire had collapsed at that time period, we had no contact with that part of the far western half of the empire. We had no idea what was happening up there. And so he says, we've been cut off from that region for a century now. So he turns to one of his brothers, a monk by the name of Augustine, and he says, I want you and 40 monks to go all the way to Great Britain 
and evangelize that island. So imagine this now. Forty monks on the command of Pope Gregory the Great walk all the way from Rome, the northern Italy, now Germany and France, all the way through, and all they, they land what's now called Kent. It's in southern, southern, the bottom southern eastern half of England. And he goes to the king there, King Ethelbert, is now the king, a pagan king. His wife was Catholic. And so the monks land there and they meet the king. They said, we want to establish the Catholic church here. And amazingly, King Ethelbert allows it. And that would be our beachhead in England. Within their lifetime, they would establish monasteries and dioceses all throughout England. And so now, by the time, within a few centuries, that entire island becomes Catholic. And that's around the 6th century now. So now let's jump all the way forward. When, our, when the, the founding fathers now would land here and to establish on this continent, the United States, as they're crafting this, this new experiment, what is the number one source that they use to formulate this new republic? The Bible. The Bible is the number one source that the Founding Fathers used to craft the United States. So now, if Pope Gregory was not walking in that marketplace through God's providence, sees those blonde-haired, blue-eyed slaves, they would have never sent the missionaries all the way to England in the 6th century. Therefore, England would not be Christian. But because through God's providence, now, when the Founding Fathers come here, they're able to create the United States. And you and I would not be here if Pope Gregory did not do what he did. And do you see why Catholicism and civilization are intertwined? And how through God's great saints, he uses in his providence to guide history. Never be discouraged. No matter what happens in the world, always know God's mysterious hand is here. And all he needs are men and women who are willing to give him themselves completely. And he will use us to change the course of history.